happened to us here in Baker Hughes and Bentley, Nevada. Now, once you've established that alignment, right, of here's the data, we know where to get it, we know what we need to do with it, there's also the path towards, okay, well, now what are we going to do? How are we going to make sure that our sales organization, our service organization are all utilizing this the same way or the right way that we want to? And I really broke this up into the experience that we had, whether it was working with Entitle, actually, at the beginning of this, of this journey, around three major parameters. The first was just simple identification. I think so many different companies that have started this path and journey either on their own or through, you know, a semblance of technology partners have realized we just need to know where our install base is. What is it behaving like? What are we doing with it? And then again, it goes to that surf service analytic aspect of, okay, can we easily query it? Can I figure out with very simple and or statements what I may have somewhere that could be a potential upgrade if I also queried it at the same time for something that was missing. Um, so good, identification is that first piece of the puzzle. The second thing that we realized was what we could do about prediction. And to me, this plays a large role in what we see as, you know, formerly being part of GE and now with Baker Hughes. If you think about maintenance cycles, right, especially for large gas turbines, these are pieces of equipment that hopefully are very difficult to lose. It's not exactly something that you're going to leave behind and not and forget about. So, Perhaps when it comes to companies that are in the aviation space, companies that are in the power generation and mechanical drive compression space, it's easy to know where your thousands of pieces of machinery are. What gets very delicate and very different is what you're doing with companies that work with electronics, companies that, companies that work with proximeters and sensors and transducers that suddenly, instead of having thousands, you're having hundreds of thousands at different customer sites just to be able to deploy your technology. So what we realized working with Entitle and then working internally as well was we had to develop not only algorithms and AI-based insights, but simple heuristics, right? Something that wasn't necessarily being driven maybe by a physics-based model on when a gas turbine was going to shut down or not, but just knowing that certain items, certain customers were going to be buying in a certain frequency with simple, you know, patterns. And so we worked you know, very closely to figure out, for instance, if a certain customer in the industrial space needed to have a certain type of purchasing behavior for, let's say, uh, obsolete equipment or a, or a specific part that we saw, we built that into our data mining processes and found a way of really generating very steady stream of cash flow. Now, one could argue that, is that was that potential part sale going to happen anyway? And, and maybe the answer is yes, but maybe... What's more important is the fact that you are accelerating the cash conversion of that potential part that maybe the customer wouldn't have asked you for had you not provoked the, uh, the conversation. And two, you've now driven that into using that cash and enabling yourself to do something else with it. Um, and the third piece was actually something that we discovered as we were going through this, and that was moving towards what I like to call and what I've heard many folks, you know, including Vivek call, what would be the closest thing to a customer digital twin? Many of you that may be aware of what has been done by many companies like Siemens and GE is trying to figure out how can I predict my machine out in the field with a digital model that's going on at the same time. What we found and what we were, what we're still moving towards, because I have to admit that we're probably in that infancy to medium term stages, what can we do now as a customer engagement model with a tool that helps us tell us based on every piece of flow data that's coming in, that could be a customer care call, that could be an inside sales call, that could be a tech support call, 
how is our customer not only behaving, but it becomes almost like a customer knowledge base. So we can proactively make action-based decisions on taking a cold call to an extremely intelligent deep dive of where that strategic account level needs to be and taking action specific to those accounts that we weren't thinking about in the, per in, in the first point, just because we didn't have the access to the data or the know-how. You know, when we deployed some of these internal tools for our installed base 360 view, we now also thought about the fact that we had the ability to bring in brand new salespeople and brand new service people to basically have something accessible at their fingertips that let them see their customer for the first time um, in a numerous various ways, not just what orders they ordered, but also what sort of interactions we've had with them and what sort of tech support, you know, challenges that they've been facing so that when we called them for the first time, that touch point becomes more than just a single touch point. It becomes almost like a customer experience generating event, which is what we want to head to more than anything, right? So really connecting that customer journey from the first onset of that relationship and then turning that into something sustainable. Not to mention the fact that the customer appreciates in a completely different way, the fact that you know them as well as they'd like to be known. And sometimes we can admit that the customer may not know their own install base as well as they would expect us to. So all these three players, all these three elements working together to give that customer digital twin a reality. And then finally, the one thing I did want to mention is just a little bit about some of the pitfalls, which can be solutions in terms of how you approach this problem in developing what that installed base per soul needs to be. The, I, I will echo again the fact that the best time to plant that tree is 20 years ago, because one thing that I think that was missing in the past that we're now thinking about only today is how much further upstream we should have collected and built and structured the way we wanted to see our data down the road to be able to develop not just information, but insights on that information. So that's something that has to proactively exist and become a continuous improvement cycle. The second piece is organizational. And, and I don't just mean champions in this concept. I also mean the fact that sometimes certain governments and countries are not, let you, are not gonna let you have access to that data. Sometimes you're gonna sell through a channel partner and you had to have thought about in the first upstream bucket, even if I... Thank you.